Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Minute with Mary is a very special place. Yes, my wife does run it, and maybe I'm a little biased, but the things that I've seen from her since she's created Minute with Mary have been incredible. The confidence that is it has inspired in her is kind of breathtaking, really. And I hope that you get a chance to have that kind of confidence, too, by either taking a look at MinuteWithMary.com or maybe even joining Minute with Mary. That's up to you. But please, go to MinuteWithMary.com and check it out. When I look at him, all I can see is tubes and tape and needles and pain. But when you look at him, you see our son and you know exactly how to take care of him. And I have no idea how you do that. When I look at Jack... I am scared as hell of his tubes and his tape too. But then I look at his eyes and I I see that his left is just a tiny smidge bigger than his right, like yours. And then I see the little tiny crease above his chin like mine. I see us. I see us. And he's tiny and it is scary. We made him. You and me. What if I'm just not cut out for any of this? No, you are. And I believe that so much that I'm going to take a shower. Away from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Is Us. I'm your host for today. Blake Larson. Yes, that's me. I'm your host. My darling bride is down in Manhattan right now. Uh, Yet, you do have the pleasure of hearing her speak about this episode today. Mary, say hi. Hi, guys. The joys of technology. So, she is joining me via Skype while my son watches Gigantosaurus <laughs> on Disney Now. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're going to have some fun today. Today's episode is actually going to be relatively short, uh, given Mary's time constraints. And I have a TV as a babysitter uh, as of this moment. And I'll probably be doing a lot of the talking because Mary's sound quality isn't the greatest given Skype. 
So, hey. well, well, you know what I mean. That's why that's why I read the intro. That's why I did all that stuff because you know it just it sounds a little bit better to the ear. Usually, your voice is much more pleasing than mine, my darling. Right? Thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, well, uh, so today, yeah. What's your story for today? Uh, so today, my story is this. Oh, actually, before you get into the story, I just want to remind you guys that you can subscribe to this podcast just on any podcatcher of your choice. It's even on Spotify uh, and uh, all all of the podcatchers that you could ever imagine. Uh, so subscribe to us there. Uh, check us out on social media at marionblake.com. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, at marionblake. And you go to marionblake.com for all of our podcasts, including our newly announced Game of Thrones podcast called The North Remembers, which will be probably happening in the first week of April. Uh, I imagine. And uh, if you want to join us on Facebook as well for our special This Is Us group, you can uh, join This Is Us to the group on Facebook. So that is that. And for my story, well, today I have a story that is This Is Us related, but not necessarily for this particular episode. And it's all about electrical safety, ladies and gentlemen. Electrical safety is where it's at. Last night I was uh, watching my television and all of a sudden it turned off and I smelt uh, a funny smell. And what you know, the <laughs> electrical outlet just melted melted yep. completely and uh, I had to get it fixed and replaced by an electrician today and all I could think of was what would have happened if I were not home and thank the good lord I do not have a crock pot plugged into this <laughs> because <laughs> that would have been oh oh so ironic so electrical safety ladies and gentlemen make sure that your plugs are up to date and make sure that at any um uh any uh, surge protectors that you have are relatively up to date and uh, don't go burning <laughs> electrical PSA. Don't go burning electrical outlets like, uh, like I did. So the title for this episode was don't take my sunshine Away, which is obviously the song that Kate was singing to Baby Jack. But I think, though, it actually applies to all of our characters, um, specifically Kate, obviously, because she's singing. But uh, Randall, I mean, don't take my sunshine away. Don't take my my life, my my marriage away. Let's let's not do that. Uh, and I also think it applies to Kevin. Yes, maybe he wants to keep Zoe, but I do think actually it probably applies to more of his need to want to have children. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, Jack and Rebecca, uh, Jack saying that it, you know his his life was kind of unconventional, and Rebecca's was a little bit more c- conventional. And even if they had met when they were kids, he would still walk up to her with a, a big goofy smile and say hi. So I think that is that. The director was George Tillman Jr., who has directed for This Is Us before. He directed the episodes The Game Plan and I Call Marriage, which was one of my favorite episodes. And the writer was Vera Herbert, who has written Kamsahamnida, The Fifth Wheel, Still There, What Now, and The Trip. Well, my darling, what do you got for your lemonade rating for this episode? This episode has a big old five. A five. This was a phenomenal episode. I had hashtag all the feels. I had happy feelings. I had sad feelings. I had awkward feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We got some Jack in there too, and so this is a big five. Yeah, this felt like one of the more complete episodes of This Is mm-hmm. Us uh, for this season. So I'm kind of on board with you as I'm giving it a four eight. I really liked this episode. Um, remember how I talked about like sometimes This Is Us just has a tried and true formula, and it's the chicken. You got a lot of good chicken, and I, yeah. I, I would say this is like. This is like, uh, you know, chicken Milanese right here. This is good. This is us formula, but it's got some extra bits to it that that make it stand out. And it gives us, I think, a good emotional catharsis for all of our characters. But what's your GBG, my darling? What's your good, bad, and great? Okay, so my good for the episode is Beth. Um, the fact that she actually showed up to the party and did what she said she was going to do. Uh, I think, you know, took a lot. I do think that it was the right thing to do because she had given her word to Randall before she had the plans made with Mm -hmm. her dance partners. So I'm glad that she showed up, but I'm also proud of her for (laughs) being open and honest with Randall um, because (laughs) that that's a lot that's a lot for her to be able to go through so i'm my good is just beth in this episode and i know that that's up for debate but i was i was team beth in this episode mm-hmm. uh my bad was that voicemail message i can't even handle it randall pearson you are so selfish and immature even at the dance you didn't care about the person who you made a commitment to mm-hmm. you were just too busy worrying about your job at the time so this obviously is randall's mo That when he feels focused, like he has a job to do, he finds that job more important than the people that he's made, you know, relationship commitments to. And my great was Kate walking and helping talk Toby through the confidence of holding his son and, um, you know, that he, he already knows what he's doing. So I was really, really, really pleased with Kate in this episode, how she was being strong for their son, the singing, um, and just how she was able to be there as a supportive, but not a supportive wife, but really believing in Toby. Yep. Yep. For me, my good was Jack telling Rebecca that she does everything effortlessly. Oh my goodness. I, and I, and I think that's my good specifically because I feel the same exact way about my wife. Uh, she, all of it with, when it comes to kids and, and making our lives special and fun and, uh, all of the the nuances that are required uh, to have a family life, you, my wife, you take care of that, and it's not that you take care of magic. it, but yeah, you make the magic happen, you know. And I think that's very special. Um, and so when Jack was talking about that uh, and how he says he's just kind of making it up as he goes along. Um, and it's ironic too because you know you feel like Jack is the one that makes everything special. You feel like that Jack is the one that is the rock of the family, and he is. But and it kind of reminds me of that moment um, in the trip when Randall is at the house at the cabin and he's looking and Re- and Rebecca's locking all the doors to make sure that mm-hmm. nothing's getting into the cabin and whatever in in his <laughs> in his trip out uh it reminds me of that it's you know moms are are very special um and so i liked that the bad for me was beth the bad for me <laughs> was beth she was my good <laughs> i know and it's not that and, and i know people are probably screaming at the radio right now and i get it Listen, Randall is 
a dumbass. Okay, the way that he acted was inappropriate, especially that voicemail. I mean, just not good, right? Um, uh, but the way that I look at it is Beth should have never, ever reacted the way that she did. In which way? The initial first moment when he asked her, hey, I need you to be here for me. She should have said, I understand. I get it. Like This is a big deal. Like You were just there for me for my thing. You need me. I need you to be there. Let's let's do it. You know, like I I thought that was the that's right. what you're upset about Beth from yeah from because when she because called him and said okay. because none of, none none of the none of the uh, the tension would have been there if she just said okay I get it I'll be there oh the tension would have still been there and we'll we'll get into it <laughs> I think yep tension's been there since she asked him to drop out of the race I and she li- called listen, marriage it, it's it's a slightly hot take okay and it's I'm not even gonna say it's it's a slightly blazing take all right that I should be mad at Beth I get it. Randall is an idiot, but there, she should. She just should have said, "I'll be there." But my great, I loved, I loved Beth in this episode. So I'm glad it was your best. Oh well, you're bad because I'm really excited to. Uh, well, well, let me disagree about this. Well, I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't disagree. I, the way that she acted at the party was the right way. I mean, she did what she was there to do. She showed. You want to know who would have done that? Oh, absolutely. That's a Mary Lawson move, number one, right there. Oh my goodness! Right away, I said, "Oh, she's already heard." Oh, I watched it with my friend Julie, and I said, "She's already heard the voicemail." I probably would have gone to dinner with my friends. Yep. I would have still done it all i would have heard that voicemail and been like oh oh i'm gonna still show up i'm gonna still show up and uh yep i'm gonna be the queen of the ball yep yep i totally agree so but beth was stuck in traffic yes and her phone died so it is what it is but my great my great was toby saying maybe i'm not cut out for this and Mm. and it's not again that this is a personal thing here this it's not necessarily the greatest writing of all time even though it is good in the way that they're treating the relationship between toby and kate and now baby jack i think is a, a mature avenue into preemies and the NICU and the the emotional struggles those people go through Uh, Mm -hmm. but I I think for me I had the same exact experience like I just I'm not I feel like I'm not cut out to be a dad Uh, and especially in those early days especially like in those first few days where you're like what am I even doing right like (laughs) um, I feel like um, yeah the way that they're approaching that in that moment of like, I can't do this. Every time I see him, I just see pain and everything, man, what a, what a real, what a real emotion and what real writing. So that was my great. Are you ready for the big three feedback? You bet. Let's do it. And we said, that's three, big three, big three. All right. Candy Hartsock chimes in. She says four lemonades. The good was Kevin seeing Sophie accidentally or on purpose. I think she helped him realize what he really wants, especially since she is engaged and happy. She was just not his girlfriend, but his friend since they were kids and who probably knows him better than anyone except Kate, of course. The bad was, once again, Randall. What were you thinking leaving that no- nasty voicemail? When did he become so selfish? <laughs> How could he expect her to drive that far and give up her meeting without even asking her? He pretty much told her to be there. And who was watching the kids? I thought they couldn't afford babysitters. But the great was Mama Kate. She 
is just awesome. And when she got to hold baby Jack, so great. Can't wait for the showdown next week. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, who's doing the babysitting now? Well, Sonia Abraham gave this episode five and a half lemonades. Her good was Zoe being straight with Kevin about kids in the future. Too many people aren't forward enough about that with their partner, causing troubles down the road. Now, as to whether or not Kevin is one of those people, I guess we'll see. Her bad was Beth dissing the weird purple cheesecake. It's probably <laughs> raspberry swirl, and that's the best cheesecake. All jokes aside, I'm really sad about the... Uh, disintegration of their marriage it's tough to watch and her great was kate and toby toby breaking down is so real but he steps up the end and kate is killing the mom game so far now sonia did submit a hot take of her own she said i was never on the kate is going to die bandwagon but there were so many mentions of toby not knowing how to do the dad thing that it's starting to feel foreboding like they're setting us up for him to be a single parenting jack at a young age i hope i'm wrong and i'm reading too much into it though Mm-hmm. And Angelique says uh, five lemonades for her. The good, showing the real pain parents have in the NICU. I loved the bonding of Toby and the other dad, who was Finch, by the way, from American Pie, if you Whoa. noticed that. All I could think of was, oh, Finchy, come here. <laughs> uh, the bad was sad, really. I just feel so bad for Randall and Beth. It's it's just too, too real to both want your follower to follow your dreams, but one person has to back down for the other, and the standoff is excruciating to watch. And the great was Zoe telling Kevin she doesn't want kids. It's not selfish to not want kids, and it's super brave to be vulnerable and to tell your parents to tell your partner before you're married. By the way, I really agree with that. It takes a lot if you don't have kids and you know you don't want them, but you want to be with the person that does want kids. It's hard, man. It's I, I can't imagine like n- just not even wanting kids, but the person you love wants kids, and y- you you have to come to a detente be- ab- about it. That that must be really hard. But um, Mary, you text me saying that you really liked this episode because it felt mm-hmm. real. What was the real part about it for you? It was uh, the real the real part were twofold. It was. Um, Beth and Randall, Beth and Randall, (laughs) my goodness gracious. You know, I was talking with, I'm here in New York visiting a friend and, um, we were just talking about some of our other friends' marriages at this age and how, you know, you've gone through your twenties and, you know, when everyone was like dating or getting married and people have been now married and having kids and, um, we're now at this like later thirties portion where the struggle is real. You are well past the newborn phase. You are just trying to keep the kids taken care of with their after school commitments or everything. But you also want to have your life back as a person. And in the process, you can't juggle all of the plates. Mm-hmm. You can't do the job, the kids, the relationship, because your marriage takes a heck of a lot of work. And so we have we're talking about how a lot of marriages of our friends are having so many of the same issues that we saw Beth and Randall have. And as much as you hate it, as much as you hate watching Beth and Randall, maybe you've gone through those feelings or maybe you know someone who's gone through those feelings, but it's like, it's like they're finally both saying, no, it's time for me. It's time for me. I've sacrificed so much for the kids or for you. It's time for me. And the problem is, is that when people don't put necessarily their marriage first, uh, this this is 
the issue that happens. And for so long, people do put their marriage first. But just like Beth said, you know, she's given up her uh, dreams all this time. So I just I watched it and I saw how they were reacting to one another. I could understand that Randall would say what he said over the phone because he was sick and tired of calling her phone. And I'm not saying what he did was right, but I can see why he did it. Um, I would have acted the same exact way as Beth. I would have stuck it up and done the dinner and I would have thrown it right in his face. You know, as we were leaving, I would have said something. Um, I, I just felt like this episode was very, very real. And for Kate and Toby, for Toby to go through what he did in that waiting room, you know, Blake, you went through male postpartum depression, which is something that more people are finding out about now. And I was also talking about how with my, my, my friend here in New York, I was saying how you did, you struggled after I had our daughter and how it's not necessarily a hormonal thing, but it's just this life shift and how as women, we feel like we're moms the moment that we find out that we're pregnant. Whereas dads frequently feel like a parent when the child is born. Mm -hmm. And even then frequently feel inferior because maybe they're not able to breastfeed, but you know, they didn't give birth, all these different things. And it's just, it frequently isn't natural. I mean, it's, it's something that people don't necessarily always know how to do, but oftentimes it does come naturally to mothers, a bit more of that maternal instinct and it doesn't as much as easily for fathers. And so to see that and to see those two dads bonding, um, I really love that they're highlighting the struggle that many new fathers go through and how emotional it can be. Because of course we're worried about Kate. I mean, she just had a C-section. She just gave birth early. Her child is, you know, connected to all these tubes. They've already been there for six days, but to see how it's also affecting Toby, I think is really, really important in this show. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole thing with Toby and becoming a dad is very special and it's made special because you have that like you we talk about arcs all the time mm -hmm. and and real genuine like uh, uh, arcs that where the emotional math adds up right it, it's very easy to say or and to ex experience the, the 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 moment when toby says i don't think i'm a cut out for this like what if i'm not but then we yeah. have such a great cathartic moment at the end of the episode when he gets to finally hold baby jack and mm -hmm. he and all the tubes and all of the things that, that he saw that created pain, all of those either one ended up in pure joy as a result of holding his kid or two, they seemed to just go away. It seemed he was finally able to see past it the way that Kate was able to see past it. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a tremendous emotional arc for Toby, which is why I think it's so satisfying at the end. And one of the satisfying things, I think, too, about this episode was uh, the Beth and Randall stuff. Because you can see, obviously, there was tension. And there has been tension between the two. It's been boiling up, and they even mentioned it in, in, in the episode. It's been simmering. and We can't simmer anymore. We got to get it out. I was actually quite proud of Randall in the beginning of the episode. I felt like he was handling things well. Uh, he was there doing stuff for his family, being there for Beth the be to the best of his ability. And I was like, wow, they're, they're actually doing it. And he is actually doing it, um, especially for someone, like you said, Mary, who gets so focused on the, the, the details and the minute things. It's exemplified even in the, in the flashback story. 
um, him just abandoning his date for the fact of his test and asking his like, do you know this stuff about blah, blah, blah? Like, what? what? Um, I think Randall going through that and having that emotional thing with Beth and, and sending the phone call as stupid as it is, it's complete rookie mistake, man. Come on, you know better than that. But when you get so talked up about something stupid and you think that someone's really purposely trying to piss you off, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to say stupid stuff. And, and that's exactly what he did, which, again, is why I think it's cathartic at the end of the episode when they're finally like, OK, we're going to do this. All right, we're going to do this now because yeah. we're going to end it. And you know when when you have a spouse and when things are, like we've talked about many times before, you know when you have a spouse and things aren't great. You can always feel it. And it just eventually has to come down to, we got to talk. We got to get it out. We got to get the poison out. And I I think the whole thing with with Randall and Beth is finally amounting to something. Do you think that's by des- do you think that's by design? Like we've gone this whole season with them and the simmering, and now all of a sudden we finally gonna, we're finally going to have a, a, a an emotional outing here. Like, is that by design? Are you pleased with this? How yes. it went down? Yes, uh, I am. I'm ready. I'm ready for them to to duke it out. To be honest, because as I said, this has been a long time coming. This has been ever since Randall told Beth, you can tell me to stop running for office anytime. And Beth said stop. And Randall did not listen. This is how long this has been going on. I have not enjoyed the political storyline at all. But I think that's the point, is that we're not supposed to enjoy it. It is supposed to feel long. Because Randall and Beth are going to be having some issues. And those issues are not going to be fixed in season three. (laughs) Okay? We only got two more episodes left. So those issues are not going to be fixed right now. But I think we as the viewers, we admired their relationship so much for the first couple of years. And we need to understand that this was a long simmer. And now that pot has run dry. Right. So let's talk now about uh, the big one here, Kevin. Uh, how did you feel? Because we've talked a lot here. That's the big one. <laughs> well, because I like there's, I think there's this really big moment for Kevin where he has to decide, am I going to have kids or am I going to be with Zoe? And on top of all of that, we got the return of Sophie. Uh, and I, you know, I heck, I kind of had a hot take about this, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. My hot take is that Sophie is not, is not closed. There's going to be more of Sophie. Uh, it may not be this season, but it's definitely going to be at least next season. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about that uh, because I feel like they should just close that part of the story off right now. Um, but Well, the confusing part was the toilet paper. Him wrapping right. her to her and saying, you're stuck with me. Right. That I was like, then why are you showing that she's engaged? Is this supposed to be Kevin's finally able to let go of Sophie and needs to know that that is not an option? Um, Or is it, like you said, is that door going to still be open? I found that to be confusing for me as a viewer because I think it does leave the door open. Right. And, and and that's the thing too. Like he sends her the tickets and whatever, and she's smiling and you can just see it in the way uh, that it's portrayed that it it doesn't feel closed. It feels like it's been reopened. Uh, now, if it is reopened, how do you feel about that? It needs to be reopened in a while. Then. Yes, okay. it needs to come back like final season. Yep. Um, because now we need to see how this is going to work out with Kevin and Zoe. Because to be honest, 
Kevin should not be having kids anytime soon. He has to work on his sobriety. He needs to work on himself. And I'm glad that he's been sober for four days. But being sober for four days doesn't mean that you are taking very good care of yourself long term. And you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of a kid. Sure. So I think that no matter what, this whole like Kevin being a dad anytime soon storyline I'm glad it's not necessarily in the cards. I love Kevin. I think he's great with kids. I would love to see him happy and settled. But this is the first time I've heard Kevin talk about having kids himself. And Kevin is a hot mess express right now. <laughs> hot mess express is not even the word for it, my darling. Right? Um, the, so, the other but on thing- the flip side, like, Sophie was one of his best friends. So... You know, I didn't I don't know if I feel like he and Sophie will be back together romantic wise. I feel like at least Kevin knows that someone's got his back. You know, for her to really ask him, like, are you okay?" We it's really important for us to know that in addition to his siblings, he had this person in his life that has cared about him his entire life. I mean, he really doesn't have any friends. We never see Kevin with friends. Right. He, he just has so, a bunch of people that are acquaintances because of the movie business, which, by exactly. the way, This Is Us is still very confusing on this is on Kevin Pearson's fame uh, because, you know, he's just sitting there in a coffee shop and no one's bothering him. No one's like, oh, my God, it's Kevin Pearson. Hey, it's the guy that was in the uh, the Ron Howard movie. You know, like, it's, oh, I'm taking it that he looks so his under eye bags were fierce. Yeah, I'm taking that's it true. That he's kind of a mess right now. And this, and I feel like this episode was full of the um, a lot of the nuance that has made this as us really good uh, with all the family dynamic and the the character relationships dynamic. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think that it's really leaning into, and where where it really could lean into, is the fact that Sophie said something along the lines of Kevin, you get everything because you're Kevin. Yes. And I feel like there's an opportunity here for Kevin to manipulate Zoe. Even though he says, yeah, I don't need kids. I, I choose you. There's a real opportunity to be really nuanced about what Kevin can do to Zoe and what he cannot do to Zoe. Mm. And can he manipulate her into wanting to have children, right? Can he manipulate her to getting exactly what he wants, which is Zoe and kids? Because I, mm. I do not believe that this choice is a final choice. Do you believe it's a final choice? No. No, I don't believe it is either. There's no way. There's there's and- no there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Um, so what yeah. what about what about Jebecca? How how are you feeling about Jebecca in this episode? Because it's the first time that we've really seen them together. You know, in a, in a while. This is this is what made this episode from a four point nine to a five is the fact that we get to have Jack and Jack and Rebecca and like just joyful, lovely times. You know, we've had some really rough older Rebecca times, a lot of fear for what's going to happen for her. Um, And if you spend that much time with Jack Pearson in your life, like meaning us as the viewers, (laughs) how can you not be happy? I mean, they're making out at their middle school kids dance. Right. (laughs) Hashtag goals. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's, if you have triplet hot middle schoolers and you still are like, let's go sneak into the library to make out, you are winning as an adult. <laughs> so I just had a totally blast agree. watching that. It was really good to have Jack back in the, uh, the episode. I've really missed him. And, um, you know, I, there could have been more, but on the flip side, they packed a lot of storylines into this episode. So sure. I was happy for Jack. I, I just need to keep having him for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's time they get they get back to him. Uh, and again, as we've talked about, I think they know that Jack is 
the best part of This Is Us so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we have had that mystery of, okay, Jack died. How did he die? Okay, Nikki is alive. Where's Nikki? Now all of a sudden there's this kind of space where we're like, all right, what do we do? How do we approach this? Do we make this now more about the big three and as they're older? Um, mm-hmm. Or do we make this about Jack and Rebecca still? And like, how? where is... Where is that? Um, where is that that dynamic in their early relationship that would require that you know to be compelling television, right? So yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's where they should probably end up going. Uh, okay, uh, you want to play some in or out, or do you have anything else to say about this? Nope, that sounds good. Let's do a quick in and out. All right, in or out. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, as always. We gotta check with the first one, the the immediate check in. Zoe, what do you got? In or out? I'm I'm out. I'm out like on Zoe. Even though Kevin said I choose you over kids, I feel like Zoe's already on the out train. She's mm-hmm. like, I can't really trust you. I mean, yeah, they went to couples therapy, but Zoe does not seem like really sold on Kevin anymore. I totally agree. Sophie, are you in or out on Sophie? I love Sophie as a person, so she can stay in. I. Are you in or out? Uh, here's a sub in or out. In or out on Sophie and Kevin getting back together. I think that Sophie and Kevin can be good friends, even though they dated. I'm out on it. I'm okay. Out, I'm out on it. I'm 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 out on the Sophie. I feel like they should just cut the story right there. That's that's the end. In or out? Purple cheesecake. I'm lactose intolerant, so out. Cheesecake sucks. It's the worst dessert on the planet. There's nothing good about cheesecake. Uh, in or out? Awkward work dinners. Nope, out. Out on awkward work dinners, even if it's... Although I will say Randall is right. Normally, the best time I have to... The, or the, the best tool I have to use to impress somebody is bringing my wife because she is the most impressive part <laughs> of my life. So I'm in on bringing your wife to awkward work dinners. Oh, thank you. Uh, in or out, Beth choosing dance over Randall. Initially, she didn't. But initially, initially she was busting balls a little bit, and should no, she? No, she wasn't. She, she asked her husband. She said, "Listen, something really important came up. I really want to do this." He said, "No," and she's like, "No, listen. Like, I really want to do this," and he said, "No." So I think that they had a perfectly reasonable adult conversation, and she understood that she had already given her word, and she went to the dinner. So I think that what she did, I don't think she chose dance over Randall. She. Cho- stuck to her marriage. She stuck to her word. Okay. Uh, in or out, making out in the library. In. I'm way in on that. If you're, like you said, my darling, if you're making out in the library uh, at any point in your life, it's it's a good <laughs> you're thing. You're winning. It's, you're winning. Hashtag winning. Uh, in or out, being a chaperone at a dance. Oh my God, totes in. Oh my God. Out, 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 out on all of it. Out oh, I on, love it. It's when, so awkward. When, when I mean, I had to do it for my job. So, you know, when I was a teacher, I love it. It's so awkward and fun. Yep. <laughs> when Jack was like, so we're going to be here for four spray. hours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. What were you all saying? So, I said the, all the Axe body spray. Oh, yeah. Or all all of like that. Um, all of like that Victoria's Secret body spray. Remember that body spray that came in like an actual like uh, oh yeah squirter. Remember that years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Um, in or out on Billy Joel. I mean, yeah, he's an American musical legend. I'm out. Billy Joel sucks. What? All the songs are the same. 
All of them. They're all the same. Billy Joel, he's a poor man's Elton John. That's what he is. Listen, Elton <laughs> is his own thing. Don't, don't you dare. Okay. <laughs> In or out, Kevin buying tickets to Billy Joel. This is the final one. In. Oh. He was he was paying attention. I think that was very kind. And I think it was his way of like saying, thanks for meeting up for coffee. Thanks for always looking out for me. And um, I wish you, I think that was his blessing. I think that was his way of saying like, I'm really happy for you guys. As a guy, I'm kind of out on this because if my fiance- You wouldn't do it. If you my, would not do that. Well, no, no. If my fiance told me that I got tickets to front row, like the Black Keys, from her ex-fiance, who she's madly in love with, who just happens to be Kevin Pearson- I I would be out. I'm massively yeah. out on this. I just wouldn't tell you who gave me the tickets. <laughs> no, I would ask. I would ask, and you would have to tell me. I would say I won them. All right, final thoughts for I this. I would lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts for this episode before we get into hot takes. You have any final thoughts? No. I uh, For me, I feel like this is a mid-season finale. Did you get that feeling? No. No. I felt like it was really good. Okay. I didn't feel necessarily like a mid-season finale. I feel like the problem was the continuity of this season. The okay. fact that we were stuck for three weeks. Um, you know, we had the whole Vietnam thing, so this couldn't have really come any sooner. I just think that this is us really uh, lost a lot of its feeling and momentum because of, you know, the fact that they had to go on hiatus for three weeks. Sure. All right. Uh, hot take time. Mary, you've been killing it with the hot takes lately. You've been killing it, and I'd like to know what your hot take is right now. I don't even have one. You don't even have what? None. Oh my goodness! All right, Uh, my hot take is the next episode. Obviously, they're gonna have Beth and Randall have it out, but I think to combat that um, problematic feeling. So we don't, so we don't feel like they're going to get divorced immediately. I think they're going to show, um, them talking to each other in college in meeting each other. That was the whole preview. Oh, I didn't see the preview. Oh yeah. The entire preview is your hot take. Oh, good job, Blake. Oh, sorry. I I didn't even see the preview because I watched it online. So that it is, it is what it is. Uh, wow. Okay. I just got a notification. Uh, all right. Ready to close this bad boy out? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's close it out. Well, we wanted to remind you to go to maryandblake.com and check us out there for all of our podcasts. And you can find us at Mary and Blake for all of our social media and join the This Is Us 2 Facebook group. Yeah, we just would love for you guys to come on in and check it on out. And we really thank you for listening to this week's episode. So normally we would uh, do the iTunes review here, but I thought Mary was doing it, so I'm not doing it because I don't have it up. So normally we would read an iTunes review and you would feel happy about it, but we're not doing it because I messed this portion up. (laughs) This is what happens when Mary's not in studio with me. So as for now, (laughs) my name is Blake. And I'm Mary. And this is Us 2. Thank you.